Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Rick and Morty, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And Michelle Ander. Hello. We are finally back to talk Rick and Morty Season 4, which premiered last night on Adult Swim. Um, it's been, I don't know, somewhere between one and two years since more towards the latter. Straight up two years. Yeah. (laughs) Since, uh, Rick and Morty season three, but we've been covering the show on this podcast since the beginning of season two. Um, it's been over two years. I actually (laughs) didn't, actually didn't look at the date before that. That's, uh, ridiculous. Um, but (laughs) ridiculous, you say. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But now Rick and Morty has a hundred episode order and (laughs) so we'll be doing this all every year. Probably we'll see. Hundred episodes for a hundred years. <laughs> hundred years. Yeah, yeah. That, they should have done that. That's the spirit of the episode. So yeah, we we've we're overly animated. We've talked Rick and Morty for several years on this podcast. We also talk about a bunch of other animated shows and movies. Find us at overlyanimated.com. Um, if you want to subscribe, we have a Rick and Morty specific iTunes feed um, that you can search for on your podcast app. Overly animated Rick and Morty podcast that should come up. Um, you can subscribe to that one just to get our Rick and Morty stuff or a general feed to get all our stuff, but there's a lot of stuff. And then, uh, you, you were also on YouTube, um, youtube.com slash overly animated. That would get you all of our podcasts. We're also on like Spotify, but that would be the overall feed. Um, and, uh, it won't be a long run here, but we have five episodes coming up in the next five weeks. Um, followed by five more. They have not announced when, uh, for season four. So Another we'll be, year. Yay. <laughs> Maybe. I'm assuming since it's the same season, it'll be like two months after that. But with, that, this, with this show, yeah. So who does? Well, like we had the production delays with uh, April Fool's and then. Yeah, oh, they, yeah. that's true. They did the April Fool's thing and then three months later did. Yeah, that was uh, two years ago. Okay, so uh, here's, <laughs> here, here's season four, though. Edge of Timorty, Rick Die Repeat. Rick, Rick Die Rick Pete, excuse me. Back to these terrible mm-hmm. titles. So um, uh, that's a good movie, though. Uh, but I don't. This episode was tangentially related to the movie. It was not really about the movie. Um, I don't even think I've seen the movie. I recommend. I've never it's good. Um, it's actually legitimately good. Uh, so yeah, Rick and uh, yeah, sub- subscribe to Rick and Morty stuff. Um, also, make sure you watch the episode. Because we're going to get into spoilers right away, so come back after you've watched the season four premiere. Uh, let's get introductory thoughts. Delaney, what were your reactions and what are your overall thoughts on the season four premiere? Uh, there's a, a lot. Go- I don't know. Like I, I feel like there's a lot in this episode. <laughs> and then also n- not. I don't know. Uh, definitely uh, inc- like uh, shocking. You know, it's it's like Morty alone. Like the whole episode. We separated weird. them. Yeah. yeah it was, I mean, definitely like a crazy thing to do, I think, right off the bat. Uh I enjoyed it. I thought it was like pretty funny and uh, like I watched it twice, which I don't normally do. Shocker. I know, but uh, I enjoyed it. I think I thought it was a good episode. Uh, I don't know if it was like, I mean, I I don't know. I'm not sure yet if I'm going to say it's a strong start or not, but I mean, I enjoyed it and you know, I just missed the show and I, I guess I didn't really know what to anticipate because Last season, like the ending was like insane, and then it was like, oh, here we are. You know, this is what they do. Yeah. They're like, oh, everything's different. Blah, 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 blah. So, but I, I liked it. It was funny. Okay, I mean, that's the basic requirements, I think. For, for yeah, it needs to be. Funny. And then I do think we did some, uh, like, I don't think we went out there or anything with our sci-fi tropes, but it was like funny. Like they did like some funny like, uh, like comments on it, like when they were like sci-fi boy. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, we got some Akira references with that too, which we'll, we'll get into. But yeah, um, yeah. Okay, we, we we like digging into the sci-fi tropes and stuff. I, I think there's some an interesting take on uh, dimension hopping with the the fascist stuff. I guess as a preview. Um, okay, Michelle, what do you think of the uh, <laughs> what do you think of the season four premiere? Uh, I honestly didn't know what to expect because like Delaney said, last season ended pretty crazy. And I'd say the last two seasons in particular just got more and more kind of epic and world buildy and, and plotty at times. So I wasn't sure if that we were going to start with that kind of vibe or not. But in a lot of ways, weirdly, this felt like it was going back to like earlier Rick and Morty. Um, and I'm... Like, I, part of me thinks that's probably a good idea because there is kind of a meta commentary in the episode when they're like Marty and Rick at the end are saying, oh, like sometimes we'll go do some stuff and sometimes we'll do whatever. So they're already kind of priming you that it's going to be a mix uh, of maybe plot and shenanigans for the whole, which is like every season come to think of it. But I guess like, I don't know, they're, they're very, they're being very intentional about it in this episode feels very intentional because some of the first episodes of seasons have been my favorite because they've been so involved and they built on things that were left last like the previous season and this one really doesn't at all and i wonder why that decision was made and i'm curious how that's going to reflect future episodes in season four but for what it is like i think it was a fun episode it it, it felt i guess like in the classic vein of Rick and Morty more than anything. Um, and I'm, I'm curious to see like what this season's going to do different, or if it's like just going to keep building on the threads of last season. Cause I feel like now that they have so many episodes, they don't necessarily have to treat this the way they would. If they're constantly guessing if they're going to have more, like maybe that's going to make something really different happen this season. I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. Like a, a big theme of this episode and of our discussions probably can be like, what is this show now? Um, yeah. they did, they did get that big order, um, the episode order. And there's like a lot of commentary in this episode at the end about like, here's what we're going to do this season. Um, which is mm-hmm. very, very this show. Um, I agree. This is like a classic Rick and Morty episode. Um, I think it's very intentionally just like a very typical, I mean, other than them being separated, it's like a typical Rick and Morty space adventure. Um, they, they're starting off the season like that. I don't think that means it's going to be every episode. Um, but I, it was this one and I thought the result was, it was pretty good. Uh, I'm not like enamored with this episode. I don't think it's, uh, incredibly funny, but there are parts I think are very funny. Other parts, which I think aren't as funny. I think the, if you want to say the Morty stuff is the A plot with the crystal, I think that's less successful than the Rick stuff in the B plot. Yeah. Um, hopping, yeah. <laughs> I think the, the, the fascist Rick stuff is like super funny. Uh, but then I think the Morty stuff, it's, it's, it's fine, but, um, most of it wasn't like laugh out loud funny. It was an interesting concept, at least. Um, and uh, I, the other, I guess the other notable part, other than like it's a classic Rick and Morty episode, they're commenting on it. There's like a lot of um, commentary, just, like despite being a traditional yeah. Rick and Morty episode, there's a lot of commentary on quote unquote political stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think this is like the most quote unquote political. It's not really political in my eyes, but it's just like social issues, like commenting on the state of our society. Like then I think it is kind of the episode with the most of that ever. Um, I don't think it's like super intentional. Super low. It is very low because the show yes. really tries usually not to say much, um, which well, is. Well, we talk about, um, you know, this is an amoral show. 
Yes, yes. And, you know, we're, we, we come at stuff from a very progressive standpoint if you're new to this. Um, I mean, this isn't a show that will bring out that type of commentary a lot. So I don't know if you need to be too, this, this episode probably the most out of uh, all the ones you're about to hear. Um, but, uh, th- this is a show that I think a lot of times doesn't try to say that much. And for a lot of people, that's a big turnoff. Like there's a lot of people that are like, this show isn't very good, or at least like they're turned off by some of the fans, which is fair. Um, but, uh, you guys are great though, obviously. Uh, but, uh, this is, <laughs> this is, uh, uh, this is an episode Hi. that actually is trying to say things. Yeah, hugs. Uh, this is, I, and I, I think it's, I really like that, that it is trying to say things. Um, I think like it has intentional commentary with the fascist plot, which is really good. Like, I think this is the most successful social commentary Rick and Morty has ever had. On the flip side, there's stuff with the hologram, which I don't think is super intentionally saying anything. And I found yeah, that off putting. Yeah, um, that was, I think, especially at the end, it's like, oh, like, I'm not sure, like, because some of this stuff, it's, like, funny and, like, oh, yeah. And then, but then it kind of turns into this, like, like, I don't think you were what trying you to say anything. But then yeah. at the end, it was, like, what? Yeah. Initially, I was, like, pretty, first viewing, I was, like, pretty turned off by the, the hologram stuff. I'm, like, oh, are they trying to balance out the progressive commentary? Um, But I think upon, I know we'll get into this more in a little bit. I think upon further uh, investigation, it wasn't, like, intentional. But, so, yeah. so we'll, we'll get into that. But, uh that's, I think, a big notable part of this episode, too. And um, I think without those uh, commentary elements, this episode would be somewhat forgettable, which because it's a little too traditional and not too laugh out loud funny. Mm-hmm. So I am glad that they're in there, um, even if it's, you know, hit, well, because I mean, that's legitimately like the funniest part of the episode is like when he keeps going to places, and they're <laughs> yes. like, are you into fascism? And he's like, oh, my God. And he's like, I'm going to kill myself. And he yeah. does. So like. Yeah, yeah, okay, and, and more on that. We can get into it if it's natural, but yeah, Delaney, was that so? You you would agree with me that that was the the better half of the episode? Oh, definitely. Like, cause like, like the Maury and Jessica stuff is like so boring anyway. Like, just in general, and then like, I don't know. Like, it wasn't. It just wasn't funny or like that interesting because like they explained the concept at first which was like cool like very you know very much you know what happens when you know when you're gonna die like how people react and it just wasn't very exciting like there was like you know there was some part like you know it was visually interesting but it's not like there were really any there wasn't like a lot or anything neat going on really and then, um, but with Rick, like, there was, like, the, you know, we're talking about the commentary, and then, like, the fact that he, like, he had to keep being, like, yeah, I'm primate descended, or, like, because he, they were, like, shrimp, and then there was, like, Friday, like, fr- uh, was it Friday night at Freddy's? That's what they looked like, those well, little like bears. Like, the bear thing? Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, when they were, the wasps, uh, the wasps, I think, is the best part of the whole episode. Like, the wasp stuff is so good. So, like, I do think the Rick definitely, like, carried the episode. Rick carried the episode. Okay. Uh, Which I'm not saying Morty can't. I think in this, just in this plot, like, at the beginning, I liked it when Morty was like, I'm not listening to Rick. I'm going to do my own thing. But then after that, it was kind of like, I'm bored. Yeah, I think it was just uh, the direction of the plot less than the yeah. characters. Um, there, I think there's uh, you mentioned visually. Yeah, I think the other than um, the the commentary and the funny parts, like what makes this episode memorable, I think the uh, Akira Tree stuff uh, yes. is some of the best animation the show has had. And then uh, when he like murders everybody, like when he turns 
like the bullies and then he dices up the cops mm-hmm. yeah that's that's like a, um, we've seen a, more of those in recent rick and morty the yes. uh, sci-fi fights but those are when the show gets to flex its visual muscles but especially the uh yeah the the, the cure stuff i think is very notable too well, it's um, funny because like the characters look like feet and then like you have like like the character designs aren't like that great or anything but then you watch uh like the akira tree or like the fight scenes <laughs> Yeah, character designs are good for uh, the style of the show. The style of the show is not yes. very detailed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what I mean. Like, it, the, like it's not really that. You know, it's like Simpsons. Like these aren't complicated yeah, yeah. character designs. And then you get like these fight scenes that are like visually interesting, and then like stuff like the Akira tree. It's really funny. Like what like the back. Basically, everything in the background is really what's like the most visually interesting. Yeah. Okay, Michelle. What about so? What about you? Like the Rick plot more, and what uh, favorite parts of the episode do you think you had? I mean, probably the Rook stuff, too, for the reasons you've mentioned. I mean, it's just it's funny trying to figure out how many of these worlds are just devoted to fascism and how many different creatures Rick's going to turn into. Uh, And the Marty thing, I mean, I think part of the problem is we've we've seen Marty like hunger after Jessica so many times. And we've also seen him kind of come into his own and be kind of cool. Like there was that whole Wolf of Wall Street um, spoof episode in one of the past seasons, which executed like a relatively similar idea for a different outcome. But like, so it's just like, there's not the surprise of being like, wow, Marty's like taking control of society. And this is crazy. Cause that's so not like him. Cause we've seen him kind of be like this before. So I think that also inherently makes the Rick stuff more interesting. Cause like, this is a new chapter for Rick, at least, even though we've kind of tread this ground with Marty already. Yeah, I think in some ways it's stuff we've seen from Rick before. In some ways, in, with in some like, ways, but like twisted enough to I, feel I th- a I little feel like fresh. The tw- yeah, I feel like the twist is like Rick died in this. Like this was that yeah, was kind I mean, of a crazy. Moment. Died first, very like, early. Five minutes. Yeah, that was like a, then, it was like a shocking small moment. He just yeah. he just dies, and then, well, in uh, that part where Morty gets off the ship and he's like, "Oh shit! Oh yeah. shit!" Yeah, and uh, I think seeing all the protocols and stuff, and then we use the devices from. Uh, past episodes, I guess, with the cloning, uh, and, and I, I think, I feel like the big, for me, the big reason why the Rick stuff, I think, is successful, at least at a high level, just the, the multi dimensions, the multi, like, uh, timeline and dimension and whatever universe, uh, is, that's really successful on the show whenever we do anything with that. So it's just seeing Rick go to a bunch of, different uh timelines or dimensions and whatever is uh what makes it, what morty do seem so small fry like a little bit yeah like rick's going to all these different dimensions and morty's just conquering one dimension that's like not I mean, nearly as cool uh watching morty like murder people was a little shocking but no it was that's pretty new yeah uh or you know some, somewhat new I, I i think there's like some pretty interesting parts of the morty plotline too which uh for, for us i guess animation podcast very notable kind of visual device with seeing all the different uh death possibilities from a point of view shot um on the and screen he goes to avatar state um yeah well <laughs> yeah it's at some point with uh more of the akira stuff but, yeah but uh, i just think all the like death scenes uh surrounding the the shot of uh morty looking and then it, like sometimes is all jessica and sometimes is him dying a bunch of ways um i think that's really cool 
Um, and uh, I, I've now, I'll reference this, I guess, a few times. I did listen to the first episode of the new official Rick and Morty podcast. Um, you know, Ew. yeah. So uh, they, it was, it was, it was, it was very good. And there's a lot of good behind the scenes stuff. They just interviewed a bunch of people who worked on the episode. Um, and uh, director of this episode, Erica Hayes, was saying that they were like they animated like 40 different deaths that the, that are just sprinkled there on screen for like two seconds each or something. Um, I mean, there's a lot. Like, it's- yeah. So I, I think that's like a pretty notable aspect. And I was, I, you know, I watched the, like, I feel like I watched the episode three times. I didn't even see all of them. I was just like quickly, you have to like, it's so to, like, fast. It it's and, hard know. though. It's hard. Especially like, I didn't even get it really. Like the first time watching was that like with the bully that all of them were the bully. Yeah. Like, then they transfer him. to the bully ones of, yeah. Once he's afraid of the, of the bully. I mean, or I guess that's his real future. So that is what, <laughs> what's likely when he goes down that path. <laughs> Um, so that's like pretty visually inventive. And then, uh, the, you know, like the, the, the Akira tree stuff, they said on the, that podcast that they hired an outside studio to animate the, the tree part. Ah. <laughs> they had to like go way over budget to do just cause like the Bardell couldn't uh, handle that on their own with the rest of the episode. Um, so as the, yeah, I mean, it is like one of the craziest visual things. It's like notably different frame rate and stuff, I think at that part. Um, so I think that's really cool. Um, just the, the, with the, with the Morty plotline, just a general commentary, I think they're intending with, um, you know, like, 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 like the YOLO commentary, right? Like, like play, if you play life too safe or something, or you're just playing, you're just doing things not to die, um, then it might not work out how you want. Well, it's funny because at the end, like, we don't, you don't learn things from Rick and Morty. Like, that's not what the <laughs> and show then they, is. And they talk about there being a lesson <laughs> yeah, they point, at the end. yeah, and then at the end, he's like, it's so funny when Rick's like, I don't think it, that's what you, you learned something. That's what you did. You learned something today. He's like, I think you have to live in the moment and look ahead. And I was like, did Rick just say that out loud? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it is very, I feel like when they're talking about this on the podcast, like that's very on the nose to have like a message from. It. But then the episode like lampoons it at the end, so I think that's like okay, that's Rick and Morty. Well, but. it's also like funny just because it's Rick and Morty. You're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what are y'all doing? Yeah, that's true. Um, I do like Rick at the end. Like, I learned the opposite lesson from my from my adventure. Yes, that was really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, let, let's go through the Rick stuff, uh, because, uh, we have, we got, to, and we can get into some of the commentary stuff that the episode does from that. Um, and we get, uh, after, after, like, Rick dies, then the clones just keep waking up, um, in, uh, in, like, and his all consciousness the goes there. That's a perfectly good clone. Yeah. <laughs> there's one of the, I feel like one of the shrimp ones, like, oh, I have a million clones, but, yeah. uh, uh, so then the, the first universe, uh, the Rick is like, uh, by the way, even annoying that I have to ask, but you are down with fascist dystopias, right? <laughs> and uh, then he like, uh, and he flips on the light. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, then, and, it, and then there's a note where it's like, thanks for... Oh, the the picture, the signed picture, yes. yeah. Yeah, he's like, thanks for sterilizing China. And it was like, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, this, this is very, this is probably the funniest parts of the episode. It's all these, really yeah. great. Like it's, And then Rick's like, Yes, anything that's pretty liberal. <laughs> Took too long y. saying that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a that yes was pretty liberal with the letter Y. Yeah, that's really good. It's I love so I love Fascist Morty. Um, oh my god, Fascist <laughs> Morty! Like like the voice acting from Fascist Morty is so good. <laughs> like. Oh my god, it's so funny. Yeah, uh, and uh, the fascist Morty shoots uh, fascist Rick. He says uh, he was an inferior Rick. He was too political. I want to have fun. Classic Rick and Morty adventures, like in the old days. And then Rick's like, "Okay," and he's like, "You won't take me where I want to go." And Rick's like, "Fuck." So that line, that line that I quoted, that's like uh, 
the most i think that itself is the most commentary part of the episode this is uh shockingly so when uh on the, on the official podcast mike uh mike mcmahon is talking about how um the, this this the, this plot like originates just from like how in things with multiple dimensions like it always ends up with like a one where the nazis won so like he's yeah. like the logical extreme of that is like every dimension is one where the and he like he can't escape from that um where they so i think it starts with like a non uh it's not like the intent is it right from the beginning i feel like it's not to comment on stuff right. but this line is like pretty i think pretty clearly commenting on some fans uh who uh are like uh why are we why are we uh getting so political in season three or with stuff like why we just want classic rick and morty adventures mm. um so I, I love this show because honestly it's like a pretty big detriment um for some people to like watch the show when there's a lot of shit that fans are doing and saying and the show being aware of it and talking about it makes it a lot better, I think. Like, yes. it's like, oh, at least we're, like, we are smart enough to, like, be, like, lampoon ourselves with this. And, um, I, I think this helps a lot, this, this plot line, um, with a lot of the surrounding shit with Rick and Morty. Um, and, especially uh, later when he's like, get the Meeseeks box out. Yeah, yeah. And well, okay. Well, then there's, okay, we don't even get into the Meeseeks. I want to talk a lot about this episode's use of the Meeseeks. I think that has a lot to do with like what the show is now. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, 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 he's, uh, he gets, uh, Meeseeks and they, they all like die and uh, they go into space and they all die. Also, Gearhead's there. Also, it's like, like, well, Gearhead, Gear, Gear, like, like Gearhead's no. Hitler in this scenario. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's right. Like, it's Gears, uh, uh, in the flag. That's my interpretation. I yeah, don't know. It's really um, anyway, so then, okay, we have shrimp brick, um, and the shrimps are also fascists. Yeah, and... no, he's like, oh, you're doing me a real favor for not being fascist. And then so he makes funny. a face. <laughs> it's so good. That's a really well executed scene. Also, I and like then, that. The... Like, he's running away. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. He's like, why is this the default now? Yeah, the timing on that scene is really good. It's um, so also, funny. I like that they comment on the house being the same in all of them. Yeah, um, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah no, it's exactly. Do you live in a tree? No, it looks exactly like this. We get a quick scene of the fascist Teddy Rick, um, and then he just kills himself to get out of that. Yeah. One. And then we get to the wasp. He's like speaking but... German. Yeah, 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 yeah he's, he's actually speaking like, German. Nope, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> like, he's like too nope. far. Yo, okay, then wasp family. I agree. This is probably one of the highlights. Wasp episode. family, like. It's so good. He starts that off dinner with, table hey. scene was so long. <laughs> oh my god, so many screams. In a, were you uncomfortable with the, <laughs> the eating of the the bug uh, teacher? Yes, he was very loud. Just taking his eyeballs out. Is that proboscis or proboscis? I don't know. They're uncomfortable. What's the proboscis? That's the part where they like really long and they were sticking it in him that's what that's so Lainey knows what that is okay. yeah. shut up it was, it was uncomfortable. i have a question about the wasps though so yeah. most of their body is wasp shaped but then they still got like brick heads with like the shrimp were like that too brick heads they're wasp people i don't know what to tell you wasp heads. yeah they're like furry wasp people yeah well the the fact that they're like he's like you know when you're when you're that much of an asshole you you gotta have some empathy, and then they're murdering the caterpillar yeah. teacher. It's like that's just how they are. Yeah. So first he starts off with the hail wasp Hitler, and it's like he's, he's like, like what? what? 
Uh, when you're born that big an asshole, at least you can do is have a little empathy. Uh, yeah. And then, come uh, have dinner with my beautiful wasp yeah. family. And he says, uh, drop the Hitler stuff. Wasp Morty's been on some crazy message boards. That was my favorite. That's my favorite line in the whole episode. It's amazing. <laughs> that's also very good. Uh, very good commentary. Here. Like, well, that's amazing. Yeah. Just in general, like, uh, you know, commentary about how uh, far right in this country is as a, a fascist and like how there's just people are genuinely fascist now and um this is like uh i i'm just like very surprised the episode like went there and had like uh like it wasn't like very like commentary on it but like it had some things to say about it like it was lampooning that this is like this is what our world is now like rick can't escape the fascists just like oh everyone like there's so many fascists in our world now like that was my interpretation also as much of a rick as much of an asshole rick is he's not a nazi yeah (laughs) that's true rick is very bad he's very like rick is not a good person but he is not a nazi and he's like you're bad even and even Wasp's family that's just murdering this uh yeah, they're like, oh, fuck like you. they're all like at least we're not Nazis, right? Like Yeah, which yeah. I think that's great commentary. It it was really good with the Wasp stuff, yeah, that line and um that this whole yeah i just really think this whole thing was really successful so in that regard i guess this this episode is very good because this is like is a big part of the episode and it is like very very good across the board also they execute it well like it's not even just that like like it's just so funny it is, yeah, it is, it is really funny. Yeah, there's the not my funniest moment of the episode. I'll get to that later. I don't know. If, uh, oh. Yeah, um, we get. Uh, oh yeah, then we get the Kirkland brand Meeseeks boxes. I don't get oh it. Can God. someone explain this to me? You don't know Kirkland? Kirkland's no. like the Costco. It's the Costco brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I don't go to Costco. I don't know. It's what just that a is, generic but... brand. Yeah, I don't yeah, know why they chose Kirkland, brand. but uh, yeah. Okay, it's... I mean, I got that joke. Like, I got the joke that it was a generic Meeseeks box. But I didn't get the like specific Kirkland like. Yeah, um, yeah. I was like, Kirkland's an interesting choice, but yeah, I'm uh, wondering was, why that meets seeks. Like, what is? What I, are I'm they missing a specific meaning? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like, just a generic. I like generic brand seeks as a joke. Yeah, generic um, brand seeks is a good joke. That's a plus. Um, it, in general, there's a lot of seeks in this episode. So there's the Kirkland brand seeks. There's um, uh, Morty like makes some fascist Morty makes some seeks before they die, and then also regular Morty in the other timeline. Uh, makes me seeks to fight mm-hmm. um and i find it very notable like so first of all me like we all love me seeks so this is like the show going to the like to the well but that's like the show doesn't go to the well like this is um the show doesn't really repeat elements other than i think like mr poopy butthole um they did the repeated the same stinger to end the season we weren't happy about that last season but like typically the show is like uh we're not like a normal show that's just going to repeat its funny elements. We have to be fresh and original and like, uh, we're going to do new things. So I think like the show showing that it can go back to me seeks here. This might be the new status quo because like, if you have a hundred episodes, you got to repeat some stuff. Yeah. So I feel like if anything, like, like mostly this is just like, this is very high quality. It is traditional, uh, like a traditional Rick and Morty episode, but like, there's a new episode this episode the show is going to be quote-unquote mass produced now but it doesn't like i don't think there's going to be a bad thing the one thing i think feels different is that there's me seeks all over this episode and that yeah yeah so i'm i'm i guess i'm slightly worried about that we're gonna Um, be on the me seeks count yeah like i don't know like me seeks were funny in one episode i don't know if we need to do them every episode well i mean i think it's too soon to be concerned about this because it's only been one episode it could just be this episode. This is the Meeseeks return and we won't do it again. And, uh, well, like, I was like, I don't know. Like, I didn't really care about, like, like, I thought it was, like, just in the sequence of events when Morty's, like, he pulls out of the Meeseeks and he's like, protect me from the law. Like, but, uh, 
But it was really funny when Rick's like, yeah, there's a me seats in the cloak compartment. And then he's like, kill him. Like that was, that was good. Yeah. Um, I do think they were well used within the episode. Yes. So, so I good. don't know. I don't think I'm too worried about Mr. Me seeks being everywhere. It's kind of, my concern is going to be more like how many interdimensional cables are we going to have? Like that's, <laughs> that's what I'm really worried. About. 10 more over the next hundred episodes. Yeah. 10 more <laughs> for a hundred years. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that. Hundred, hundred, uh... So good. Yeah, they do say hundred years. I guess they hundred years, Rick and Morty. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> forever. Yeah, they they go they go back to that. Since we're on the discussion topic, yeah, it's like hundred years. Oh, it's like oh, absurd. Hundred years. No, you have a hundred episode order. That's not that absurd. It's not like there will be yeah. ten more years of the show. So uh, I don't maybe know. longer, considering there were two years between. <laughs> Probably longer if it takes them more than that to make them. I'm gonna be freaking forty five watching <laughs> Rick and Morty. Guys. You'll Out be just shows. as old as Morty was in that future in the oh, yeah. old person's home. Perfect. Oh my god, this stinger in this episode is like mad. I know! Okay, oh we'll my gosh! I was, it was a good stinger. I was dead. When she started talking, I was like, oh no! <laughs> okay, okay. So that's that's the, the Rick plot. Let's, go, let's talk about the Morty plot line here. Um, I guess uh, I want to talk about the Chris, the hollow stuff too. So they're, okay, well, it's the crystal planet. So before the plot lines break out, they're on the crystal planet and um, uh setting up from okay before before this the 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 ricks because this is this is good this is good about the state of the show because last season we leave us and it's like oh beth and jerry have retaken power within the family from rick and they're back together yeah so and that's unfortunate but jerry's like great in this episode so i'm fine with it um more on that later and uh they uh before the 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 credit intro the new intro we get um the more rick like having to ask permission to Morty to have him accompany him on the journey. Um, Morty's so, such a little shit about it too. I know. Okay. Uh, yeah, which uh, is deserved. And uh, yes, absolutely. But it's so. Funny. And then once they get to the planet, I'm like, what if I want you to jump off the Empire State Building? I have to ask. Yes. <laughs> don't <laughs> you, you see how this is going to be? A slippery you seriously, slope? don't see how that's a slippery slope. Yeah, that was a great exchange. Um, so funny. So that's like the state of the show is like, um, we're coming, we're coming from, we're continuing that from the end of last season, which I think is mostly just, um, to get them to a neutral state to do whatever they want now. Um, but, uh, I do like, um, handcuffed Rick. Like, um, Rick is, uh, Rick having too much power, I think can be, it could be unfun. Um, him like taking shit in addition to giving shit, I think is good. Um, so, yes, uh, I, I'm. 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 I'm happy with. I guess where we're at now, and the, the way the episode uses it is uses it is pretty funny, um, as well at the end. So they go to the crystal planet, and um, we we get the stuff with uh, the, the the death crystal. Show you how you're gonna die, and um, uh, well, yeah, Morty, do you have a death crystal in your pocket? You little monster! I thought you were masturbating. Stride, you'd rather I address it? Yeah, like that. It was so good. That felt like classic Rick and Morty dialogue. Um, <laughs> I feel like we talk about Morty masturbating a lot. Like, uh, that's yeah. a lot. <laughs> I feel like that's multiple to be fair, times. he did have a baby. Oh, my God, <laughs> yeah, he did. Long time ago. Uh, yeah. And, okay, so then we get the crisis detection hologram. Crisis and detection hologram. Um, I Rick, will say, when, like, when Rick died, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I think that's an effective moment. Um, yes, definitely. But then the hologram shows up. Rick put it in Morty. That, that checks out. Um, He's in his spine. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the 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 main shtick with the hologram is that's like, oh, that was holophobic. Um, yeah, so, so that solid. Problematic wordplay aside, um, and uh, the, my Mike McMahon on the podcast is mostly just talking about it, like he thought that's a funny concept that uh, 
the hologram. Like it, it sounded like he'd he'd heard he'd seen it before in a different like piece of media. So, it, but uh, so this might be like a like just like a tropey thing of like the like a hologram um wanting rights or something. But I, I like I do think it's a funny concept. I guess the issue is that it like comes across as satirizing um like uh people want to like people like, who say they're tolerant oh. or being woke like i'm not yeah I, mean, I didn't take it as bad until the end yeah the, the, the bad part is at the end when he's like uh yeah. i thought you uh liked being he's like because that was my only choice i'm like what are you saying here yeah and i really think they're not trying to say anything no what yeah. I did, sometimes like, if you're not trying to say something like it still can come off a way though that can the, be read yeah and in that, in that regard you should question. say something so that your message is not misinterpreted but yeah he's like uh at the ends when um the hollow rick becomes the the norm like the giant i don't know ikirai's that, that whole sequence is very strange and uh yes. he's it's like uh yeah it didn't it's only because uh because i was cause it's only because i had to be one he'd fucking be one he says um so then it's like oh um people not in positions of power only stick up for the rights of the non-privileged because they are not privileged. That's like a bad message. If that's what yeah, the show was trying to say. It's like, ooh, that's not what we. I wanted. mean, it's like it's like very uh, cynical, which fits this show, I guess. Um, but I do, I do think it's most. I, I, I wish that line wasn't there at the end because that yeah. I do agree it works a lot. Because in the middle, that. I thought it was really funny. He was like, "That's some racist Isaac Asimov bullshit." Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that was a really funny line. And it is funny throughout. It just left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, at um, the end, because I, I thought it was like good commentary, like at first, and then at the end, I was like, "What? What happened?" Yeah. Um. At, I guess the the counterpoint would be like it's just the show being cynical about everyone just want, like being selfish yeah. and it's so like of course like so it's like any any everyone's selfish you know people and of that course say it is a tolerant or selfish themselves and um so um yeah I don't think it's like the end of the world or anything like no. that the show did this but like I I do wish that in an episode where it had like a very aware very good commentary with the fascist stuff I wish this this stuff was treated in kind and it's, it's like it's also like okay Rick and Morty's not suddenly gonna be a woke show that's that's yeah. what this tells me too um the, the the third thing uh because it had another kind of commentary thing was uh gaslighting a quick moment with the <laughs> with the, the show. that was something i wasn't ready for i was, I was like, not what? ready for that either so like it was what very fast what just like, happened oh, yeah what? like the talk show host so um uh the, the male talk show says uh or, or, or the female show host says i don't always do this don't gaslight me and the male one says gaslighting doesn't exist you made it up because you're fucking crazy yep. um it's like, i feel like that's like funnier on the page than it like felt in the moment like obviously it's a joke it's but a little shocking still? Uh, but it's, it's i, I mean so, so on so on the surface it's uh it's like like progressive commentary right it's like yes. uh, oh yeah so at least he it's literally like, gaslights her while he's like he, obviously yeah, they're satirizing that dude because he's gaslighting her while not saying it's not gaslighting so um but it's just it's just it's it's not enough like it's like one line right like it's too quick to it's also i feel this. like it's too much when we have like the nazis and it's also so right like, where we <laughs> and, the, this extra and the hologram i'm like whoa this is a lot guys <laughs> like, yeah um, so I don't know if this was like super successful, but like, oh, the show's aware of what gaslighting, I guess this, I, 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 okay, I had the thought. I've been more, I, like, I don't know, like, uh, 12 hours ago, I was more down on, uh, the episode, and I'm like, oh, that's like rich, this, this show, like, being aware of gaslighting, because Rick gaslights people in the show constantly, and the show never cares about that. Um, no, it 
doesn't. So that was that. I think you could interpret it like that too. Of course, the show isn't like the show never in, is endorsing Rick. It's this classic thing where it's like, um, like you know, the the Fight Club main character. It's like you're not supposed to worship this character. You're supposed to like he's supposed to be a flawed person. He's so, a bad person. Yeah. So like Rick, I wish they'd like make him more overtly awful though, because it does wow, feel kind of easy to like admire Rick sometimes because he's not often wrong, is he? Like, yeah, does he yeah. ever really well, say, like, I'm sorry, I messed up? Like, that never happens. He usually is right about things. That's yeah. what sucks. That, that, that's, I think that's a reason to be happy with this new status quo because Rick being held in check more makes him less, like, powerful, less likely to be worshipped. You know, like, uh, he's, like, he's... I think he's being held in check though because like you're saying you thought gary was really good in this episode dylan but like he's literally in it for five seconds and same with beth I that's mean. that's the appropriate amount of jerry is five seconds so yeah but they, yes. they, like or nothing nine. they say is or really nine, gonna yeah, affect rick and we know that it's, so it's true despite like being like quote-unquote confined he still but does he what is, he wants, but, right? but the thing yeah. was like he respected morty like i'm curious like what if morty says no and that's the other thing too is that's kind of what this episode's about too because Morty doesn't clone him. Yeah, that's true. Um, they Rick and, Rick and Boss Rick have to clone him. Yeah, he does, but it's on he accident because yeah. he didn't intend for this to happen. Because he had he had disabled his cloning equipment. It was like I disabled my clone equipment like several seasons ago. Yeah, but like, then I there's think... other universes, and he can get into yeah. yeah so, so and, but, and then it, that wasn't his intention. Yeah, I think this concept of, like, Morty fighting back against Rick is, we got into this last season a lot. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think that was successful. So I think, like, that's a way to help hold Rick in check more, too, is, like, Morty just doesn't do what he says. So I think we could see more of that this season. But, yeah, I, so that would be, like, the, the the reason the gaslighting stuff was. Maybe it wasn't great. But um, I, I guess, overall, I'm maybe more happy that the show is at least aware of what gaslighting is and telling us that because that's relevant to the show. So, like, moving forward, we've established that we're aware of that. Okay, good. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I'd rather the show address like try to address progressive things unsuccessfully then ignore them completely that's my overall stance oh um, okay because I, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know yeah. I agree. The, the argument would be i think yeah and fair to disagree of course but it's like um i don't know you feel maybe more uncomfortable if the show is not commenting on anything or at least it's like at least it's like okay we're we're aware of how the world is right now and i think that's what this episode kind of says especially with the fascist stuff um other thoughts on that or uh, back to wherever we were. I don't remember. The more we're getting into the Morty plot line. <laughs> okay, we can we can talk more about the 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 Morty following the crystal around. Um, Hollow Rick was like protesting. Uh, I think that was a funny. And then there's like the the, the Rick, Berkeley one. The Berkeley one. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, in in animation corner here, we had the bully saying, "Only if the events of the Pixar movie Coco are to believed," which I doubt. That was funny. <laughs> It took me by surprise, but I liked it. <laughs> Coco reference. I was like, I was like, like so into Coco? <laughs> yeah, it's so random. Uh, <laughs> it, that was really random. Uh, the Kira stuff was also random, but like that's, I guess, like the show's type of thing. Um, we get, uh, yeah, we have Morty fighting everyone um, in the action sequence, and then we're getting into the Akira stuff here, and. Um, we we got the uh, Morty turns himself in, tells the judge her husband's last words. Um, I thought that part was really long. Uh, it's like a funny concept, but um, it is funny. Like, well, but it went on too long. That's the thing. Like, long, it's yeah. annoying. It went on. Too I will long. say, I really like when he like 
comes down and he's like, why are you letting me do this? He's like, I do as the crystal comes down. That, that was a good line, Radia. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Oh my I, God. It's so fake, funny. Fake Nancy Grace. Like that's, uh, that was weird too. Um, yeah. and, uh, it's like, I haven't heard her in a while. Yeah. And, uh, he's a free young man. And as far as the continuity goes, the reset button has been hit. There <laughs> and we're like, yep, yeah, we're going to forget he murdered a bunch of people. Fair. Uh, and then he's like, I also the go. news, the news scrolling was like hilarious. Like, yeah, so I'm, <laughs> the judge killed herself, right? Like, uh, at some yeah. point too. And then, but and then uh, the one, like, right as it starts with the uh, when the gaslighting one, they're like, it doesn't matter how you say Lacroix, you sound fucking stupid. <laughs> Which, that That's was my good. favorite. That, that was really good. I like that. Uh, yeah, where's the yeah, where's the show's Lacroix episode? I feel like that's right. Right. For okay, me. it's time for we need to have a like lampooning alien seltzer. Like it's important. That's Where is it? It's important. Um, I feel I, I feel like with Pokemon coming out, they need to do a because uh, we've we've they've asked for Nintendo Switches. Was it Switches or was it some other Nintendo console? 3DS, I think. Uh, they had that whole joke with that. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like uh, that would be that could be something the show talks about. But um, we're not going to be timely with references here, so that's not happening. Um, and then uh, yeah, he's like Jessica's like, oh, we're going to go skinny dipping, and then he's like, no. And um, this is the last it. time I'm having this conversation. <laughs> pulling clothes on, yes. Yeah. Uh, one more, I guess. And then he's like, I, I think we're going to get together in our 40s. In our yeah. 40s, yeah. <laughs> Hobbles um, away. Okay, let's talk about the Kira because he, uh, the Morty, like, forms into the, the flesh thing, which turns into a tree. And then um, the, uh, there's, there's a bunch with, like, the feral fluid here. And they talked about that in the podcast. Yeah. Too, and I feel like the episode doesn't make that super clear what that is. But um, it uh, then there's, like, Hollow Rick and. Um, yeah, so uh, everything with Akira. So uh, watched Akira today. I'm fully prepared you, for this you podcast. You watched Akira for this podcast? I was. I had off today, so I had a lot of. I'm not going to be this prepared for other ones. But no. uh, okay, here you go. So here's the here's the we, look. We're an animation podcast. We need to uh, t- talk about the Akira references. So mainly, it's just like him being this like fleshy giant thing bursting out of his body, which happens in that movie. It's like the most iconic part. Um, so that's basically it. Also, like, uh, when he's, like, fight, like, the military is trying to, and he, like, is destroying the military, and he's, like, kind of possessed, like, that, that mirrors the movie, too. Um, uh, my favorite detail, um, Ryan Elder, the composer, said in the podcast, and I noticed this, too, is that they do, there's, like, a very iconic, like, drum procession beat in the movie, uh, and they do put that into some of the Akira scenes here. That's good. Um, so I really like that. Um, uh, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, but okay, and then obviously with the Akira, so here's my favorite part of the episode is uh, Jerry at the end. Uh, he says, uh, <laughs> "Oh my god, uh, oh, are you serious? Oh, real <laughs> nice, Rick, <laughs> turning our son into an Akira, <laughs> real nice." <laughs> and then uh, he says, "I don't want to see any more anime, anime stuff happening yes. to my son, Buster." Oh my god! <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Yeah, I like... shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> That, that was absolutely the funniest part of the episode. <laughs> so Jerry saying Akira and anime. Anime. Like, so good. Oh Chris, my God. Chris Parnell really killed that. Like it's that. so funny. Ooh, it's even funnier the second time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so it's, stupid. I hate Jerry so much. It's, such, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Jerry. It's the Jerry try hard way of trying to say anime the, the real way. Oh. Yeah, it's, It fits of him. It's just, it's like unexpected and just uh, makes everything worth it with <laughs> the nonsense with that. It makes it so worth it to have this stupid, like, the whole episode's anime reference just for the end. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, no oh. more. No more anime stuff happening. Oh, <laughs> so Buster. <good>. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's uh, Jerry's putting. Jerry's putting his foot down about anime. So don't. No more anime. Okay. And I like how Rick like scares him immediately afterwards. It's so good. He has a AIDS finger, yeah, and he's uh, also Jerry says this is my house. I'll eat any ass I want. Um, yeah, that was good. <laughs> classic Jerry. That was but also classic Jerry. This is Jerry. This is the absolutely the funniest per screen time Jerry has ever been. Like usually he's on way too long on the episode and he's not that funny. Right. And he was on very short amount of time in this episode and he was funny okay. constantly. So this is like this, like, is, this obviously AIDS jokes aren't that great. But when he touches him and he goes, you see his HIV, that was like... That's a good, yeah. That was yeah. good. That's true. Not that great. But uh, that was a funny take on it, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, so then that, then they get into the, the sometimes classic stumps, sometimes do whatever. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. We're talking about the... the any, uh, No other Akira commentary. Um, but yeah, this is a, we're happy. There's Coco and Akira in this episode, right? So there's a lot of yes. animation references. <laughs> Um, okay, here's, here's a part, um, so I do think it's funny at the end when Summer joins in and then, oh, like, it's so yeah, funny. It's Summer. like, I, like, isolate her and then she's like, uh, yeah. Uh, no, the part where he's like, what did you just say? And she's yeah. like, oh, and then he's like, I record everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, of course. Um, I thought that was funny. It uh, was. And then they're like, you ruined it. I, I don't like the treatment of Summer this episode. Though. Well, it's not very, like, season one again. Like, Summer's yeah. come a long way, but nobody else part. in the like, family is like, highlighted yet. Like, what was great about season three was Beth and Summer, and I'm like, bring yeah. them back. Bring them back. Yeah, last season, Summer was a part of the gang, and this yeah. we just ignore that here. Like, yeah. she is just the butt of jokes here. That's I don't know, what she, I'm saying! It's just like season one. Plus, like, it, didn't Beth, like, potentially clone herself to go have, like, adventures? Yes. And so, yeah. like, who knows if that's the real Beth? Yeah, we don't know if it's the real Beth. Yeah, talk about it right now, I guess. Yeah, I mean, last season finale addressed that, but I do think it's on the table for one of these five episodes or something to be the adventures of yeah. real Beth in space. I think that's possible. That'd be um, awesome. Well, that's the thing. So they say sometimes uh, classic Rick and Morty, sometimes other stuff. So I like. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna do episodes like this, which are pretty uh non serialized but then they're also on the table is um the three elements i would say that could come back are clone bath slash real bath uh evil morty you didn't that's... know morty you gotta evil morty is the most glaring plot, plot yeah. thing and in the podcast i noted they said they have like end game stuff planned out and i was like it's oh, like of boy. course but no i was taken aback by this like what the shit actually plans stuff out so uh <laughs> okay i guess the that got it what else could that mean besides evil morty right. so, oh and and phoenix person yeah, bird person yeah. would be the third thing. Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix person. And Tammy. Um, I, if I remember correctly, last season we developed a big theory on this podcast that <laughs> Tammy is one of Jessica's friends in disguise. Oh in my school. god, I can't believe we're bringing that back. Well, here's the thing. She, that friend is in the stinger. So god. We're, oh. Oh my des- god, Dylan. That well, design is still there. That character, we, she's not like important, but she is there in the stinger. So I actually think like, I, I like was, I was so convinced they're going to do it last season, but then they also did the thing where they like ran out of time, like, like yeah. they cut the season short. So like maybe they were going to do it. And then it's like, well, anyone remember two years later who this is? Like probably not, but so I think that if they were going to do it, they should drop it because no one will understand, but, uh, it would be pretty cool if Tammy turned up as like, oh, I was just Summer's friend this whole time. Um, I think that's, that's something with Tammy definitely on the table too. 
Um, so I, I, I'm, I think I'm in general, you know, like that, that sounds appealing as, you know, just some one-off episodes, some, some episodes where we do plot stuff. Well, I, I like, well, of- I like the, you know, the idea that if we have more room, like we can yeah. really explore yeah. and like, cause my thing is like, you know, quote, I mean, saying things like quote unquote classic Rick and Morty makes my skin crawl, but because saying things like that is annoying, but like, that's, I mean, that's the strength of Rick and Morty is like these outlandish sci-fi tropes, and you know they take everything to the extreme, and then we can also do things like that and have like really cool plot stuff. So, like, I'm I'm excited to have both. Like, I don't think there's like I don't think you have to have like either or. I don't think they've ever had just either or anyway. So right. yeah, it seems like now they don't have to worry about shoving all the plot before they right. get canceled or something. Yeah, I like, so, having, yeah. like having time to like stretch things out. Yeah, I, it's I think it's promising for like because you hear you heard the news of like they get a hundred episode order. It's like this is exciting because I'm more Rick and Morty, but it's like. Um, what does this mean for? Yeah. What does this mean? Because yeah. like I, when you have like a really high quality show, then it's like oh a, a ton of episodes. That's maybe worrying. Um, well, so I think this is like you know like like you can have a really good show and it gets like and you know it gets canceled and that's sad. But then like a show is like you know we're in like the before this we were like we're in the middle of Rick and Morty, and now it's like oh god we're not in the middle. <laughs> so like. That's a lot. And, like, you know, you can really, like, the quality can really decline. And, like, it's hard to imagine Rick and Morty as something like Family Guy. Yeah, exactly. We don't want it to turn into Family Guy. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's definitely scary. So that's something I'm curious to see. Because, like, I mean, Rick and Morty definitely can have, like, you know, these really good episodes that aren't necessarily so plot-driven. But it's also, like, how much can we handle yeah, yeah. And and I think this episode does some stuff to assuage those fears. So that's good. Yeah. Um and it does say it's like a classic Rick and Morty episode, but it also kinda lampoons that with uh um like uh, the fact I'm talking story. about yeah, yeah. yeah. So um I think I think and you know, that's like classic this show is like it's it is something and then it's also lampooning it, so it's nothing like uh, it's but Which I mean I would I'm really like, you know I'm you know, I th- I'm kind of like this whole like referential, this you know commentary. Like, I'm excited. Like, if we have 100 episodes, we have more room to do stuff like that. We can, we, if the show wants to comment on stuff, I'm fine with that. It's, but I am more happy with it since I thought this was well executed. Yeah, yeah, and I like I like them commenting on themselves too. I think that that was that was definitely good for the premiere. Um, and, uh, okay, the, I think the last part we didn't talk about was the beginning with, uh, Morty on Jessica's Instagram. Um, and, uh, mostly just wanna. I'm looking at her necklace. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, it's a selfie with her dead grandma. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, Summer has a good line too. So the best part is Summer's oh, yeah, part. Summer. Yes. Is, uh, yeah. Oh, Beth is like, uh, honey, honey, stop raising your father's cholesterol so you can take a hot funeral selfie. <laughs> That was good. I, I never get to do anything. Yeah, that was the that was really good. Uh, oh, was like, and then Beth was like, "Stop being a creepy pervert." Yeah, mm-hmm. calling people out. Rick Kirk has like an auto response chip in him too. That was good. That's good. So um, I can spend time with my family. You are spending time with your family. What he's working on his Amazon. Wish yeah, list. Amazon. That was, yeah, that was good. In the meantime, multitasking. What does Rick have a wish list for? I guess if they're yeah, a better who, family now, they get buy gifts. Weapons is my guess. I don't think the things Rick wants you can buy on Amazon. That's true. Like what? Yeah, he's probably like Galactic. Maybe that's Amazon. 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 
Uh, Space Amazon feels like an episode of the show. Absolutely. I'm kind of okay with that. I'm cool. Do- with Doctor that. Who, Doctor Who did Space Amazon recently, actually. Um, but uh, this this feels like uh, evil working conditions exposed at uh like galactic. I don't know. The, the, we could do a lot of Rick and Morty things. So now that Rick and Morty's back, as the world has changed two years later, we could do many many things with the show, and we're excited to see what the show will do. Um, Delaney, anything else from the episode uh, you have highlighted or final thoughts here? Oh, I don't, I think we talked about everything. Like I really, I really just, I did enjoy this episode Um, and talking about it. I think I'm more excited for the rest of the season and I'm just glad Rick and Morty's back. I missed it. I I, like, I knew it'd been a long time, but until I was like looking stuff up, I was like, oh my God, it's been two years. What? (laughs) I didn't realize that either. I was like, oh God. Yeah. Uh, the thing we thing I missed is the stinger. So in between oh, the final thoughts, is the so stinger. So okay. uh, Jessica, Jessica reveals she wants to work in hospice, and that's why. Because oh, uh, I want to say to people who have no one left in the world, I love you, blank, over oh, and over again. Oh, good. And then Rick shows up, and Morty's like, "Oh, you want to cover me in gasoline and yeah, spiders? Like, I don't Let's care." Go. Yeah. Hey, Morty. I want to. Quick, quick favor. Want to cover me in gasoline and spiders? Yeah, I'm in. Uh, wasn't my first pitch, but hey, not going to waste this opportunity. Like, uh, so it was just a funny read at the end with that last line. But, oh, uh, so <laughs> why does he want to do that? Like, come on, Rick. What, is, what are you doing that for? It's not for anything. It's for science and science. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's like, that's like the stinger. As I think it's pointed by Alex, right? the, the, the stinger's usually not like fit concluding the episode here. So this was interesting that, uh, the, like, like, we've like, had things or like references from the episode. <laughs> Or like when they like transformed Summer's ex boyfriend, like he was in the stinger. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But like this is definitely like we learned something. <laughs> like, yeah, and I think it's I think really you could separate it from the rest of the episode, but it's like oh here's a dark uh, twist that you could throw so in there. Funny. Then. Well, I yeah. feel like there had to be because it just seemed so implausible that they would end up together happy. <laughs> so like I was like, oh yes, this explains everything. Okay. That's a good point. It makes it more realistic, and it doesn't. It, we don't have to look out for the Morty Jessica shipping now. We can uh, we can so hold off oh because they're dead. No, and now we know in no future do they end up together. It's confirmed. <laughs> no, when he's like, God, it was just so funny when he, she's like, "What do you want to do?" Oh, I want to work at hospice. I was like, my yes. my dream as a young teen girl. So no. funny. <laughs> okay, there you go, Michelle. Final thoughts. Um, I I agree with Delaney that I think I like this episode a little more now that we've talked it through. I am honestly ready for some plot, though, because it has been two years. So yeah. there's only so much longer I can hold out <laughs> for that good, good <laughs> plot. And I never say that about shows. But for this one, like, it's at a point where I am pretty invested in, like, Evil Morty and some of that other stuff. I want to see Beth! I want to see Beth in space, you guys. Yeah. I want it to happen soon. Yeah. Last season, we had um, a similarly long wait, and we got the first episode is like a huge plot episode. I know. That's why this threw me so much. Yeah, definitely. I I definitely understand that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the old man and the seat is next week. Um, (laughs) That could mean anything. Titles are mischievous. Yeah. Yeah. There's no Rick or Morty in that title. What are they doing? The old man and the seat. Maybe it's. Maybe it's Jerry. Maybe he's in the seat. Presumably the old man is Rick, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it's, it was, it was a fun premiere. Um, I, I think like I want the season to be stronger than this episode for sure. Um, like I think Rick and Morty yeah. can be stronger yeah. here, but 
it's like it's a solid premiere and it does some interesting things I wasn't expecting the show to get into. So um looking forward to the next only four episodes before whatever break. Um Maybe they'll uh, all be on HBO Max and it'll be fine. Who yeah. knows? What am what I like? Sh- how am I like why is this show gonna have a mid like it's gonna was it gonna be like a mid season finale? Like what the heck? Um, it's, who knows? Uh, I don't know if it's an airing decision or a production decision. Um, I mean, it is stopping like December 8th. So it's like, that's typically shows will take off like two weeks for Christmas and New Year's anyway, but this doesn't sound like that. Like they, the way they said it was five episodes. So it doesn't sound like it'll be back in January. It sounds like it would maybe be like February or March or something. Um, March is, March is long. That's my prediction. It would be like March, but I don't know. Um, like I don't know. Are they trying to coincide with sweeps like November here? Then we'll do like May, but I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah, and also yeah, the show will be on HBO Max. I think like in addition to Hulu, and that was a big deal. Um, but is it really? Yeah, they announced oh, that. Uh, yeah. huh. Apparently, they're pulling forward the UK premiere of season four. It was supposed to air in January. Now it's airing like in nine days. Yay! Yay, Yay for UK. <laughs> because Why everyone is- complained. <laughs> Why is this a discussion point? Uh, I don't know. It's, cool thing <laughs> it, I just it's found, tangentially okay? related. <laughs> Where did you see it? Twitter, I assume. Uh, no, it's my Discover Google. It's from Deadline. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let let everyone see. Yeah, I'm sure the UK fans will be happy that they'll finally get to see uh, this episode uh, in a few weeks, and not now when they definitely pirated it. But that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like some of the older fans might be very. Attached to their on air. Maybe scale. we have, maybe we have some, you know, we got, maybe we got UK people listening to the podcast. You don't know. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Shout nice 85 year old. Hey, look, Michelle, I watch this live on cable on Adult Swim. Okay. So people still do <laughs> there that. You go, I watch this live on the internet. I watched yeah, it on the internet at work too. Yeah. I streamed yeah. it from Adult <laughs> Swim. Adult Swim, yeah, it's on yeah. Adult Swim right now. So we all watched it legally watch at least. It for free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. There you go. Okay, let's know what you thought of Edge of Timorty, Rick Die, Rick Pete um, on uh, OverlyAnimated.com. We got a comment section there. Uh, if you go to our YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated, you could comment on the video there. Or you come talk to us on our Discord at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord for the invite link. We have a Rick and Morty channel. We were discussing the premiere last night. Um, as it was airing, I don't know if I'm going to stay out most nights, but um, it's pretty late. But uh, the, the, we, we got that. And uh, if you enjoyed this, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Kent, a.k. Brockman. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, uh, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, yeah, so moving forward, I guess it's just since the beginning. Well, podcast out Monday nights, probably of... Rick and Morty would love to do it after the episode, but you know, it's ridiculous. It's very late. So <laughs> do it Monday night. So you'll have it for your Tuesday morning. We're lucky morning if we can watch it if... live. Okay. We're old. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if that, there's a few other Rick and Morty podcasts. I don't know if any of them do it right after the episode. I think all of them, I think we all like kind of wait, but um, yeah. So uh, look for this uh, Monday night, Tuesday mornings uh, moving forward. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.